Welcome to the Energy Report here on the New Story Podcast with me, your host, Rebecca Leone Conran. This report is for February 2021. It's going to be for the whole month because I get to have dental surgery on the 2nd and also the 7th, uh, unless the snow means that those dates also get pushed again too, which has been had so many reschedule reschedulings for this thing. Um, I have two oral surgeries and, uh, I don't really know what the recovery is going to be like. So I just know that I'm having two four hour intensive surgeries. I'm some teeth pulled my wisdom teeth and another molar, and just a bunch of fucking shit that I'm not looking forward to at all. Um, But, uh, lucky for me, I'm able to do this right now. Um, I don't have insurance, but I did manage to save some money, so I have the money to pay for it. I have the time that I'm able to take off work, so there's a lot of blessings around how I'm uh, having to experience this, but suffice to say, I don't think anybody looks forward to dental work. It's very, uh, makes you feel very vulnerable. Um, I don't know why the mouth feels so vulnerable, but it just does. But I feel very uh, appreciative of modern medicine. I feel very appreciative of being able to have this procedure done Um, because the, uh, what will happen if I don't is I'll lose my teeth. And I've been thinking a lot about people throughout history who probably died young, uh, young ages. You know, I'm about, I'll be 38 this year, but I think about people who, uh, didn't live past my age because they had no dental care, no access to the things we have now. So, um... You know, I am very appreciative of the ways that medicine has grown for people and the different ways that we use technology now uh, to um, lengthen and give quality to life. Of course, I think it should be available to all people, not just those who can afford it. Um, There have definitely been periods of my life when I could not afford it. So I feel lucky now to be in a period where I can uh, even though I'm uninsured. And um, yeah, so that's what I'm going to be experiencing. So I've done a report for all of February. Um, if I'm feeling better, uh, towards the end of February, I'll be doing a, a report on kind of some of the vibes of 2021. And uh, I recorded a podcast with my friend Jess, uh, an hour-long pat- podcast of, of us just talking about different themes. She's also a practitioner, so we're just talking about some of the things we're seeing. Uh, so hopefully that'll be makeup um, for some of the uh, weekly reports here. But anyway, get stuck in for this report, because this one is a fucking long one. And if you have a notepad and paper, uh, 
maybe you might want to jot down a couple dates um, or a couple notes up to you. You can always re-listen to the podcast. The theme I've chosen for February is when I let go of attachment to a specific outcome, I'm open and present. When I let go of attachment to a specific outcome, I am open and present. The tarot card that came up this week or this month is the three of pentacles, and then it was supported by the moon. So again, similar to last week when we had the seven of pentacles, again, with the three of pentacles, we've got a reminder to really slow down, put one foot in front of the other. Uh, This is really a reminder to take our time in planning what we're doing next, to not just make any assumptions. Uh, This is not an impulsive time. The Three of Pentacles speaks to organizing our resources, um, how we work and coordinate with others, a la teamwork makes the dream work. And I think having having looked at the energy for this week, we may be really looking at where the teamwork it ain't making the dream work. <laughs> and maybe we need to start aligning with new teams. And that means uh, sometimes eradicating teams that are just uh, relationships and connections to people that just do not work. This card also says, do your due diligence and your homework with whatever you're planning for the future. It's a card of education and being of service. And just like last week's tarot reminded us, now is just, it's not the time to rush ahead with executing plans. Now is the time to really understand all sides of whatever it is we are undertaking. You know, I'm reminded to when I signed my lease for my shop last year, um, and it was during Mercury Retrograde, and I knew that I would have to review (laughs) it. And of course I am, because my rent is supposed to go up by $200, and uh, I'm going to have to renegotiate that, having to renegotiate the whole thing based on the information I have now that was not clear at the time. So, you know, it's not, Mercury retrograde is never a thing that's like, don't move forward at all in your life. If you need to sign a contract right now, then you should sign it. You can't just put your whole everything, if you don't have a home or something, you can't just put that on hold. But at the same time, remember that something will probably need to be reviewed or renegotiated in the future about whatever it is that we're doing. Something may not be totally, fully apparent. Um, so that's okay if we're aware of it, um, that we'll need to, to make those shifts in the future. That's totally okay now. It's just all about applying awareness. So With the moon supporting us this week, you know, we've got the three of pentacles with a support of the tarot card, the moon. We're really being influenced by fears and illusions stemming from our subconscious projected material this month. So remember, it's Mercury retrograde, a time when we reconcile the past with the present. Are we making plans built on old belief systems? You know, are we attached to outcomes that really won't serve present day us? Now is the time to understand the why and the what of our goals to see if we're really aligned with what we thought we wanted. Maybe you are not. Maybe the things that you wanted even a year ago, you do not relate to anymore. So this is a time to seriously check in with ourselves, see where we're at. uh, What does this current timing show us? um, And what should really be the main thing on your agenda right now? Um, these are all the, the themes and the qualities uh, of February and what we're going to be dissecting. 
the first week of February, it's really reminding us that we've been off to a pretty shocking start in 2021. If we don't shift our own energy potential individually, then we are hardly going to see much in the way of change in, in, in our collective. And I know it can seem annoying to hear about how it's our responsibility constantly, but when we really check in with if we're living up to our own responsibility of compassion and kindness to ourselves, you know, where does that actually fall on the spectrum? The issues that we face as a species are internal. You know, violence is hatred inside turned outside. Okay, so like the violence you might think of when you think of violence, hurting, harming other people, um, causing the atrocities that we see. That's hatred inside turned and projected outside. But suicide and self-abuse, and self-abuse can be how we treat our bodies, the relationships we accept, or the words we used against ourselves. That's hatred inside turned to violence inside. And it's all really part of the same energy vibration. It's all part of hatred inside, a lack of love inside. So um, we want to really consider that, you know, it's all part of the same energy, energy vibration that we are looking to understand and shift as a collective consciousness, and that you have the power to shift the collective consciousness by shifting your own inner hatred. And I think that that can sound harsh. Ooh, I hate myself inside. But if you have thoughts that continually abuse yourself, I think it's good to look at the reality that that is a form of hatred. You know, and we're not looking at it in a way to go, God damn it, I should feel ashamed and guilty. We're looking at it to go, oh my goodness, um, this place inside me needs more love. This is a place where I've got to be so much more compassionate, so much more kind, kind to myself. You know, it's bringing that awareness there. And even if we don't know how to be more compassionate and more kind, at least we're drawing attention to the repetitive patterns of where we, sh we are in that, um, that violence vibration. You know, awareness is everything. If we can bring awareness to something, eventually we can shift it. And bringing the awareness is what makes it possible to shift it. So I think a key element of our healing, and if you follow me on Instagram and you've listened to some of the other stuff I've been putting out, a key element of our healing is to bring awareness to the fact that our minds are probably not seeing ourselves clearly most of the time. We are making up stories about ourselves, about our worth, about what we and others deserve that shift us out of our natural born state of love. So recently I found these images of myself at 19 when I posed nude for an artist. And um, I would, what I would call, scare be scary thin in these images. My bones are all protruding. You can see every one of my ribs sticking out. I think looking back now that I look unwell in my thinness and I know that I was unwell at the time. And it's very clear to me that I look unwell in these images. But at the time I didn't show anybody these photos because I, my thought process was I am so fat that no one can see this image. 
Now, this isn't about weight. I'm not speaking to what weight uh, works for anybody or any kind of judgments on being thin or what is rendered as fat or anything. That is not the point of this. I'm speaking to the fact that I was delusional. I was not seeing myself clearly, even though the reality of my body was right in front of me. On some scale of light to severe, we are all not seeing ourselves clearly. We're all experiencing life self dysmorphia. Okay, where what we're seeing isn't what reality is. It's possible that the things you beat yourself up about are not true and were never true. It's possible that you're wrong, that you're living in an illusion, a story, or a mindset that you're accepting as fact that is not based in reality. Now, this can also apply to our relationships. You can be living in a fantasy about somebody, about their potential, about the future that you want with them, and nothing in your present reality actually be matching into that uh, story. So, again, this is not about being cruel to ourselves, shaming ourselves. Everybody does this somehow. Everybody has that place in their life that they do not see clearly. And this is a uh, time to bring awareness to those. So for me, body dysmorphia is something that I still struggle with understanding. Um, sometimes I just do not see myself clearly. And sometimes it's very apparent to me, like there'll be a day before I get my period where I'm like, do not recognize myself in the mirror. And so I can see and feel that hormonal shift there, right? But sometimes that's happening and it's so subtle. It's so subtle. Um, but the awareness is what pulls me out of uh, getting sucked into that and then making it into a thing that I abuse myself about. So we have to recognize there are parts of our life that we are living in illusion, we are not seeing in reality, and um, we are bringing awareness to those things this month. Um, so, you know, this month is a, is a challenge, and the challenge is to catch ourselves up in those delusions, in those illusions and fantasies, to recognize it, and to choose to move from love. You are not unworthy, useless, fat, ugly, unlovable, dumb, and you never have been. But the same runs true for all of our fellow man. We are absolute wonders of creation, and we need 100% more love and kindness, 100% more encouragement. And there is actually an influx of loving, creative, and soft feelings this month, especially as we get to the end of the month amidst these days of reckoning that, we're, that we've, you know, grown accustomed to, um, there is a lot of loving, sweet, soft, uh, just unconditionally loving energy, which means without condition, which means everybody deserving of love, regardless of behaviors, patterns, experiences. And um, so this is a really important month, I think, uh, to our growth. It's also where we start to wrap up the entire energy year as we get into Pisces season. Aquarius season, though, is really showing us where to free ourselves, to free ourselves in our belief systems, in our value systems, 
to change our minds, to be open, to be an individual, to be accepting. Um, and it's a really important time, but it's also a very internal time. So be sure to carve out plenty of time away from others and in the, and in the solitude of your own company this month. Not out of any kind of austerity, but because this is a month to really get to know yourself better in a more loving way. And it's also a time to really cultivate your intuitive pursuits, your creative pursuits, or any ways that you can create more beauty and love in the world and in your own life. That's going to be really um, on the agenda right now. And, and if you're like me, you know, creativity also plays a part in my meditation um, I've been sewing a lot. I've been doing a lot of embroidery and um, it takes hours. It takes precision. It takes patience, all of which have never played much of a part in my artistic practice before. I'm more of a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am type uh, creative person. I'm like, I'll whip out paper and I'm like creating and in two seconds, I've got 10 paintings done. And that's kind of how I do it, a very naive way. And this requires me to really think. I really think about where I'm going to put that next stitch. It takes a lot of patience. There's a lot of threading and re-threading and tying off. And it's, it's complicated to embroider. And um, that is really helping me to develop a new type of practice and patience while also creating things that are beautiful. So um, perhaps trying a new hobby for yourself this month. You might just surprise yourself with a creative pursuit. Take advantage of uh, any winter downtime you may have right now um, where maybe you're watching TV, but maybe you're also doing something with your hands at the same time and you're making something. Um, this is a really good month for that kind of expression. And I love art because I express my emotions through art. I express my whatever it is that I'm feeling through color and shape. And it doesn't have to be any good, you know? You don't have to do it to show anybody. Um, it's just the expressive part of it, you know? It's you expressing your emotions. And uh, most of us, when we do it... Um, don't uh, think that our art is good, <laughs> you know. Most of the time when I make something, I'm like, I don't know if this is any good. And then when I go back to it, I'm like, ooh, I really like this, you know. So it makes, it's, it's a normal part of artistic process to be kind of like, I don't know about this. And maybe that's back to that dis life dysmorphia that we experience. Maybe we've got creative dysmorphia and we don't see how beautiful any kind of creative expression really is, regardless of whether we are uh, pros at it or not. Alrighty, so we start the month and we're already in with a bang. We've got Monday, the 1st of February, we've got Venus entering Aquarius. So this is about finding value and worth in our unique individual selves. And this is something Venus will be in Aquarius for a few weeks till the end of the month. So it's a pretty short stint, uh, but it's a very important stint that we've got in Aquarius. The key to a full emotional life is to understand that many people and experiences are going to meet your needs in life. It's not going to just be one individual. The expectation that you need one person to wear all the hats of your social needs 
is an illusion and one that keeps us trapped in relationships that don't work or unhappy in, or, or unhappy in our relationships that do work due to false expectations. There are people in my life that I connect with on many different levels. I get a little bit from everybody of what I truly need to feel fulfilled as a human being. I can connect with somebody sexually, but not culturally. I connect with someone musically, but not philosophically. I have my friends I do material life things with, like fitness and food, and I have my friends who I get deeply spiritual with. So where do your expectations fall around giving and receiving love? You know, do you have crazy expectations of what somebody should be for you? Um, One person cannot be all things to us. You know, we have to be open to the fact that what we need, we're probably going to get from a few different avenues. And in that, I'm not talking about being monogamous or not. You can definitely be sleeping with one person and romantically involved with one person while also getting other parts of what you need from other people. Um, So we're checking in with our expectations around this energy. We're checking in with uh, what our social needs are and how to meet them. Aquarius is a no-judgment zone about the ways that we all need to give and receive love. Um, This is a place where you can let your freak flag fly you know, and, and ultimately it's a, it's a reminder that we need to meet people where they are, not where we want them to be. And that's where the fantasy part comes in again, checking out the illusion delusions, you know, um, what we think someone's potential is, is a lot different from where they are and where they are. doesn't have to be some kind of personal affront to us, you know, it's just where they are. We, we are always free to move forward in reality and have our needs met elsewhere. So Venus and Aquarius, this is an opportunity to love others because of their differences to us and not in spite of them. Can you be open to receiving love from all your experiences and from all humans in your life? Can you give love freely to all humans regardless of what they can do for you? This is also an opportune time to honor things about yourself that make you different. Your wild and wacky ways, maybe sometimes they seem scary to someone else who doesn't feel free to be themselves. Yet those qualities, those same qualities are beautiful to someone else who has a lot of love for themselves. This is a good time to experiment in romance, to be social but independent, um, to express your freedom, and to express love freely to everyone that you meet in life. On this day, the first day of February, also sun is the sun is squaring Mars, which is a potent energy that comes up in February, this, this type of vibe. The sun is our identity, currently wanting us to innovate, uh, innovate our identity in Aquarius. Mars is in Taurus, which is our action, but in a very stubborn and fixed element. Innovation is so hard when these two meet because Mars is like, I don't want to change. And the sun is in Aquarius is so curious and wanting to express a new side of itself. So it's, it's, we want to really watch for that my way or the highway, feel my rage, as opposed to, hey, what's the win-win solution here? This is a day when we may be feeling irritated or triggered or we're going to encounter others who do. Um, I would really be mindful driving or engaging with those who seem 
irate today because Mercury is retrograde. It's a hard time to communicate sometimes um, or, or to be heard. Remember to let yourself be changed right now. Let your ideas grow. Let your mind open to avoid getting stuck in the pitfalls of that shadow side of Taurus that is, you know, sticks its feet in and, and sees red all because of not wanting to make changes, you know. So again, when we're in a place of truth, we don't have to be defending it. You don't have to defend your own truth. If it's true, then just like move forward. You don't need to explain it to someone else or defend it. So sometimes when we're in that place of rage and defense mode, um, we have to also acknowledge like, why am I in this reaction? If I'm really living in my truth, is this necessary? The next transit that's important this month is the 6th of February, Saturday. Venus is going to conjunct Saturn both in Aquarius. So Venus is what we value, what has worth to us, how we show love, what we need to receive love. In Aquarius, one part of Venus is in Aquarius is that we're also focused on our communities and our friendships. Saturn, that's currently making its way through Aquarius, provides limitations, discipline, and restrictions that can be helpful to us. They help provide um, maturity to us. There could be, maybe on this day, a feeling of separation from our communities that feels larger than usual or than, than has been already feeling during this pandemic. And this might be because perhaps you're getting the reality check that people you've connected with, especially romantically, uh, but could be in your friendships and your relationships with families, maybe they're actually not on the same wavelength and you need to limit your associations with them. That doesn't mean this has to be a bad time. Sometimes our relationships do go through extended separations while we grow and we eventually meet back together. But we have to allow that time and that innovation to take over, which is where that Aquarius energy comes in. When we choose the right path for ourselves, the right people will end up walking besides us. You know, so this is a really important transit to just um, honor your own limitations you know, where your values and your beliefs, um, where you feel strongly about something, maybe there are people that just don't have the same values and beliefs right now. And this is a time where in order for you to do the work you have to do and grow into a place you have to do, you, you need to have strength and confidence in yourself. You got to like cut the cord with some of these folks, you know, and this is a day around this date when you may be feeling that push more than usual. So on Wednesday, the 10th of February through Monday, the 15th of February, there is a shitload going on. Okay. First of all, we've got the moon conjunct Saturn, Venus, Jupiter, and Mercury retrograde. Then we've got Venus conjunct Mercury retrograde and Jupiter. And then we've got Mercury retrograde conjunct Jupiter. Conjunctions mean all these fucking things are meeting at the same degrees, so they are super close to each other, which means that they're magnifying one another, and it is all taking place in Aquarius. If that seems like a lot to be working with in Aquarius, that's because it is. <laughs> it's 100% a shitload of Aquarius. This is where we're learning our Aquarius, uh, you know, um, problem-solving our Aquarius themes and agendas right now. 
It's also going to be double activated these five days because the moon is going to be squaring Uranus, which is in Taurus, and Mercury is going to be squaring Mars, which is in Taurus. So we've got all of this energy also in tension with our need to change, our need to innovate, how we work with our resources, how we work with the material world. Um, so when our communications, which is that Mercury energy, is in tension with our aggression, Mars, and our emotions, or the moon, is in conflict with our need for change, Uranus, we might see some fireworks during this period because this is tough for people. Change is fucking tough. The key to remember here is that innovation requires that old structures be rendered archaic and useless. So chaos and destruction is 100% part of change. We aren't going to reinvent the wheel unless the wheel no longer works and we do away with it. Okay, so we're seeing so much change happening already in 2021, especially to do with the stock market, big tech companies, social media, much, much more. These tools, they've got to innovate to evolve with us, or they're going to have to be released. They'll be rendered useless. So Mercury retrograde in the mix, it's showing us what needs review. And there is amazing potential to see with our intuitive eyes the direction of change for ourselves during this tra these transits. The additional good news is that when Venus and Jupiter in, are in the mix, there is an expansion of beauty and faith and optimism happening that is truly wonderful. Jupiter is a planet of luck and gifts, you know, and um, they're, they're, these are magical transits thrown in there too. So you might be onto something for yourself creatively and in your love lives that is really effective right now. Um, but this is going to be a period of time to really watch for, to really watch for where we, where we won't let things change, where we're not letting things grow in the way that they need to, where we're not letting ourselves innovate. Thursday, the 11th of February, we've got a new moon in Aquarius at the same time. The dualistic mind, it wants things to be either or, black or white, good, bad, addicted or reformed, um, because it thinks that it's easier if we put everything into two fucking categories. But life is so much more than that. We're moving away from the two-party way of dealing with things, we're not either a, a saint or a sinner. We're something else. We're a completely different option that we haven't even touched on yet that probably involves being both a saint and a sinner and then also a third way. The energy of this new moon is about releasing attachments so that life can help you to know yourself rather than the stories in your mind and your limited perspective trying to fashion who you are out of who you were and what you did. Does that make sense? That's a fucking full mouthful, I know. It's like we want to create from the infinite potential that exists, not just from what we've already known in our life. And so much of what we're creating is coming from what we've already known in our life, the stories that we fashion around that, instead of an open mind. So with all these planets currently in Aquarius and this beautiful point of intention, the new moon, and we're going to see it come full circle, this new moon, all this potent energy happening on the 11th, by the end of the month, you're going to fucking see some shit coming, coming full circle. Um, with all this currently in Aquarius, we are about to find out who we are and who we are not during this new moon. Aquarius is highly intuitive. 
So be sure to utilize the tools or behaviors that help you to feel more clear through uh, your intuition at this time. That might be eradicating those things that make you feel foggy, like alcohol, like bad eating, like spending too much time in the wrong uh, company. You are no longer what you did or who you were, but you're also not the ideas and goals that you thought you wanted for your life anymore. You're something fresh, you are something new, and that is uh, what is going to be, be, become known to us this month. We're starting to really see that there's an absolutely different channel that we never even um, thought of before that we are going to start moving from. Thursday, the 18th of February, we are going to start in our beautiful Pisces season. Happy birthday, Pisces. The sun is going to enter Pisces, the season of love and beauty and feeling, um, a time when we are much closer to ourselves and one another through our sensory modes, a time when our creativity is heightened and the information coming into our bodies is at an all-time high. You know, Pisces is the last energy of the zodiac, and it has an understanding of all the other signs. If this is not worked with positively, then it can manifest as taking on the issues of all the other energies or manifesting the shadow of them, however. When used helpfully, it's an energy that can see the beauty in almost anything and turn anything into a channel for unconditional love. Pisces season marks the end of our energy year. We're we are truly in a New Year's Eve moment. This is actually the time to be taking stock. This is the time to honor the last year of your life since mid-March 2020. Life as we know it has really changed. What did we learn? How will we use that to act in the world from a place of love? You know, today is a day to slow down and feel how our emotions and emotional state motivate our actions and reactions. And the entirety of Pisces season is an invitation to understand, to feel, to see ourselves in oneness, and above all, to offer up our compassion rather than our judgment, and always starting with the self. Friday the 19th, we've got Venus in Aquarius, square Mars in Taurus. That Mars in fucking Taurus, I tell you what, that shit has been fucking causing so much trouble all over the goddamn place the last fucking two months of our lives. Um, and here we've got the goddess of love and the god of war. Goddess of love is Venus. God of war is Mars in a transit of conflict. So perhaps this is a day when you finally decide to end certain relationships for yourself. Or perhaps this is a day when you feel a deep push to express your needs to uh, yourself and others. But a square brings conflict. It brings drama. So especially as communication can still be challenged um, because Mercury is about, to is about to turn direct the next day. So this is a challenging day for communication and anything going on for us mentally. We might be speaking clearly, but others are not wanting to hear what we say or vice versa. Today is going to highlight a need to be true to your own values and beliefs, even if it means going your own way. Only you'll know what that sh looks like when you come to that energy. And that's really a theme for all of February, but it's definitely going to be a potent moment uh, right on the heels of um, Mercury stationing direct. So Saturday, the 20th, finally, we've got Mercury going direct. And again, 
two weeks after this, we still are in a shadow period. So we've got another two weeks from the 20th of, uh, of um, February. We've got a few, few more weeks where communication and all of that is going to still be a little bit rocky. So you want to really be patient with that through with that energy through the end of the month. The book Inside Degrees names the degree of this station, a heated argument turned into laughter. So that really gives us nice imagery into the possibility of this day, right? So Mercury retrograde might have felt like a whole lot of internal fighting and external fighting. And this is a moment where we got to just like fucking laugh it off and, and, and ex- experience what we learned and say thank you to our teachers, even if they're fucking assholes, and come to terms with what we learned about our own beliefs and values through this time, through Mercury retrograde. How did your mind change? You know, what was communicated to you via others or through the ethers that needed to be heard? You know, congratulations, my friends. Pat yourself on the back. You made it through another level of this insane video game called fucking life. So hallelujah, we got Mercury stationing direct. Now it's going to go back over all those points one more time. This is the third pass, right? Because we go forward over all the degrees of Mercury and Aquarius. Then we go backwards during the retrograde and we review. Then we go back forward again. So you, it's, it's all not ending here. You've got another uh, couple of weeks here where you get to really make sense, you get to really um, do things again in a more loving way, everything is going to come all the way full circle. So whatever you were experiencing, you will have the opportunity to bring peace and understanding to it through whatever it was through Mercury Retrograde. Now we're still going to go over those degrees. We've got an opportunity to bring understanding and, uh, and higher levels of communication to all of that. Thursday, the 25th of February, we've got Venus now joining in the Pisces season. Venus is going to enter Pisces. So after a short and sweet stint in uh, Aquarius, Venus is also going to move into the last sign of the Zodiac. And we are completing our energy new year in her realm too. So Venus is exalted here and things get a whole lot softer and sweeter under this energy. This is a transit that's an opportunity to really show love physically through art and creativity, through our words, through our service. It's a time to be receptive to all avenues of love that want to reach us too. So say yes to being sweet and compassionate and loving and soft, you know, um, get loved up, get cuddled up. You know, and it doesn't have to be with someone that you're fucking. Love on your friends. You know, send out love notes to all the people in your life that you appreciate. Receive all of those little, how are you texts. Really receive it. Receive that love from other people. Um, whatever is trying to get to us, be open to it. Finally, the last transit of the month is going to be Saturday the 27th, and it's a full moon in Virgo. And this is where all that energy around the 11th is going to come full circus. Full circus. I feel like that is absolutely appropriate. Full circus circle here. Uh, This month may be a bit of a circus. Um, 
So sometimes we're so focused on achieving results that we don't pay attention to how progress is actually manifesting in our lives, and thus we don't actually achieve the outcomes that we seek. So life shouldn't be about results and accomplishments, you know, and especially not them alone. Life should be about living moment to moment in fullness. How many times have we been so singularly visioned about reaching a goal that when we get there, we can't remember how we got there, what we did to get there, or we realize when we get there that it's not what we thought it would be. And we miss the whole fucking point. You know, I've been able to create so many things in my life from businesses and career paths to creative pursuits and art and of course relationships. But what was really instrumental was the experience I gained as I moved towards something, not in what I actually attained at the end. You can get lost in the striving. You can lose sight of what real happiness and peace are based in. So ending the month, we're brought back down into earthly and practical Virgo. And this is a very positive full moon. This is a time to reap the rewards that were put in the into place through simple acts of discipline and discernment. So you may find that releasing your attachments this month to what you'll attain, to outcomes, is going to bring you exactly what you need. It's going to bring you a sense of synchronicity and confidence that cannot be shaken because you were truly present to the experience and to the learning that came from moving forward in your life instead of what reward you may reek, uh, be reaping at the end of it. Friends, this is a, a, a really interesting month. Um, I want to thank all of the monthly Energy Report supporters and patrons who helped to support the availability of the information in these formats. This week, a special thank you to Ilaway, Holly, and Christina for their contributions. You can donate any amount via Venmo at Rebecca-Conran, or you can become a monthly patron uh, for about $5 a month um, through Patreon, which is also linked in the show notes. Friends, sending you so much love and, uh, and appreciation. And again, uh, if you haven't heard my conversation with Jess Holsworth, infinite, infamous music, uh, <laughs> music video director turned uh, loving spiritual practitioner and my friend, um, have a listen to that. And, uh, and I will be connecting with you soon. Sending you lots of luck and wishing you well through this uh, very interesting month of February 2021.